This episode is brought to you by CC's Loving Care, caring for the ones you love. This is Money Talks with TJ Howe from Triple H Financial. So when we say we help create and preserve your legacy, we're helping do a little pre-planning. If you plan, you make the decision. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, TJ provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Retirement made easy. Let us show you how. And now here is Money Talks with TJ Howe. Good afternoon, Tucson. And welcome back to another show of Money Talks with me, T.J. Howe, and my good buddy, Tony Shore, up in Minnesota. Uh, We're going to be chatting with you today about some really cool things. Uh, The title for today's show is Spending Less in Retirement. Duh. The duh's not on there. I'm just adding the duh. So spending less (laughs) in retirement with the big duh, right? Uh, That should be pretty much a no-brainer, although... I said in my latest uh, seminar that I did last Thursday down in Sierra Vista, which was phenomenal. Uh, Anyway, but I said, ladies and gentlemen, when you're retired, what does every day become? And Tony, what do you think the answer is? What does every day become when you're retired? Every day becomes a Saturday and a Sunday. Every day is a weekend. So here's my question to you, Tony. When do you and your wife spend the majority of your money? When do you spend most of your money? Weekdays or on weekends? Weekends, when we're not working. Exactly. So I made that point and the audience was like, their jaw hit the floor. They're like, uh, duh, right? But so it, every a, so day, every day in day retirement is a Saturday, is a Saturday and a Sunday. Yes. Yeah. So, so we will be inclined because you and I, we're at the office 9, 10, 12 hours a day. Yep. We don't have time to go spend money. And if we do, we're dropping by, picking up a, some, something from the grocery store, but quickly, right? On the way right. home, right? Yep. But, but it's the Saturday when you and I spend time at home, uh, Depot, Lowe's, right? It's, it's, the, it's a Sunday when you go out to a nice brunch, right? Okay. So ladies and gentlemen, this is huge. Because spending less in retirement, man, man, oh, man, if you don't, you could be up a creek a lot quicker than you planned on being up a creek, Yeah. Uh, especially if you have a limited amount of resources to play with, right? So real quick, real quick, before I, you know, this is still the informal introduction here, before I jump into the, the show itself, uh, uh, Tony, real quick, I want to make an announcement because I'm right in the middle of the heat of battle for our seminar season. So ladies and gentlemen, Take down uh, these dates for me. We've got our next set of seminars coming up the uh, 12th and the 16th of February. That's the 12th and the 15th, uh, 16th, 12th and the 16th, which is a Tuesday evening and a Saturday morning. We're going to be holding them at the Desert Vista Campus of Pima College. Again, that's Desert Vista Campus at Pima College, which is Southwest Tucson. And then we have Green Valley, February 28th at the new Performing Arts Center. It's called the CPAC, uh, C-P-A-C. That'll oh, yeah. be uh, February 28th. And I'll, I'll stop there for now, but we got several more coming up in March. But again, as we get closer to March, I'll let y'all know. But for now, take down the notes. So the 12th and the 16th is uh, the next one around the bend. And then we have the uh, 28th in Green Valley at the Performing Arts Center down there. So those are what's coming down the pike, okay? Uh, And we're excited. They're going really well. As I mentioned, we had a seminar last Thursday in Sierra Vista, Benson area. We we had 32, Tony. We had 32 confirmed registrations, right? Which is a reasonable number. Guess how many showed up? How many? 52. 
52 people flooded what? that room. We were slammed. We, we didn't have room. We literally were like people were standing out in the hall. Like it was crazy. And I have to say, but I was in the zone. It was probably one of the best talks I've ever given because the audience was right there, you know, with me. You know how you get That's that feel good. that yeah. they're on the same page. Man, oh, man. And anyway, here's the good news. Out of the 52 people that showed up, we got 29 consultation forms back. And of those 22 people. 22 couples, I should say, which is actually 44 people. 22 couples wanted an appointment after the meeting was over. Yeah. So well, they, that's huge. They, they know that you'll be able to help them, uh, you know, grow their yeah. retirement funds, yeah. minimize that tax yeah. burden, and, and make sure that they have uh, a steady stream of income that'll last them uh, as long as they as long do as in they retirement. Do. Right. So when they do well, get to the point that they need to retire, and that's right. That's key. And, uh, you know, we're talking about some of that today, right? I mean, spending less in retirement is one way that we have uh, more to live comfortably. Uh, You know, there's a lot of things we can do to save in retirement. Uh, I know you've talked about a few of them on the show before, like maximizing your Social Security is one way you can have more. uh, But spending less is is another way. But you know what, TJ, spending less is hard. (laughs) <laughs> for a yeah. lot of us. Uh, yes, it is. is it any different in retirement when we try to spend less in retirement? I, I'm going to, I'm just going to say it this way, I guess. Uh, I, I think it's an inconvenient truth for retirees or for retirement, but likely uh, I, I think uh, you won't be able to spend like you did when you were working. We just need to come to that conclusion. Sure. So predicting what your expenses will be when you pay, when your paycheck goes away is one of the most difficult pieces of the retirement planning that you, you as the customer can do and me as the financial advisor can help you do right there because we right. really don't know, right? We right. really don't know the whole story until you're in it. Until you're in the heat of the battle with the bullets flying, you don't know. We can prep and plan all we want, but so that's one. So, so, but the main point, I guess, I would say to that is you probably are, are going to have to learn to cut your curb your spending because you're going to have to learn to spend less. Bottom line, right? Unless you just literally like hit the lotto and or you know the Powerball type of deal, meaning. For those people out there that have a lovely, big, fat pension staring you down the road, staring you in the face, right? That you're, I mean, I've seen it. I've had people come to my presentations, my workshops, and I'm meeting with them now after the fact. And I've got several people that, you know, one works for the TEP, uh, another fellow works for Raytheon Missile Systems, and both of them have a pension that they're going to receive. And, uh, they're pretty sizable, these pensions, right? They're going to be significant, plus their Social Security. So so I've got one couple I'm talking to right now. Their baseline with her pension, she works for the VA. He works for TEP, Tucson Electric Power. And then they've got their Social Security on top of that. They're looking at a baseline income of about $8,000 a month just to start. Well, okay, so let me say it this way. Ladies and gentlemen, if that's you out there, and you're listening to my show right now, and that's you, that's gonna be you, where you're gonna have seven, eight, nine, ten thousand a month coming in like heck or high, no matter heck or high water hits, right? Right? And you and your living expenses are six or seven. Okay, then God bless you. You're good. You're gonna be good. But for the rest of us, right, that don't have a pension and all we're getting is social security and whatever we put aside on our own, okay, that then then we got to put pen to paper, Tony, and we got to try to map out all of their expenses, all yeah. of our expenses for when we're done working, okay? But we won't know how prepared you really are until you've officially retired and your paychecks have stopped coming in. And then 
I guess the big surprise is this. Many retirees actually underestimate how much they're going to spend in retirement. Oh, We've sure. said this, right? Show after show, I've said, ladies and gentlemen, and you've agreed with me. The old the old recommendation was 70 to 80% of your paycheck. No more. I tell you now, that is bogus. You're going to need 100% of your pre-retirement paycheck. Because why? We got health care. We got we got it. We got health. We got long-term care. We got that, that, you got medical bills. You got this bill. You got that. You, no. So please, when you're planning, plan on keeping 100% of your paycheck coming in because that's really what you're going to need. Well, yeah. And so what you're saying here is it, not only do we need to spend less once we're in retirement, uh, a lot of us are probably estimating too low on what we're going to need for expenses in retirement. Yeah, Absolutely. And the, and the sad fact is it can get real confusing. Sure. So let's take a moment, Tony, and let's slow down just for a moment. And let's think about some of the ways that your expenses could decrease, okay, once you retire. So ladies and gentlemen, if you're driving around, don't don't be taking notes, right? But but come back and listen to this podcast. Listen to my listen to this show on my podcast, which is on my website. Okay, come back to my website, which by the way is tjhow.com. So tjhow.com. But here we go. Uh, let's think about some of the ways we can do the uh, decrease. So first of all, do you commute to work anymore? Okay, I mean, do you commute to work now? Most of us do. So so after you retire, Tony, will you keep commuting to work? No. No. So there's a lot of hidden costs that come with owning a car. Oh, yeah, there are. Fuel, servicing like oil changes or a, a, ba- a, ba- a blown tire. Yeah. Right. Or a blown several tires or or a battery. Right. Yeah. Or, or OK. Car insurance. Like I sell it like I, I, I'm i a broker for for, you know, right. Your insurance group also here in town. So I do car and home and the whole I'm a full fledged financial advisor. So we literally can do it all right. But some of my clients have car and home insurance with me. Well, I'll tell you what, in Arizona, I don't know about Minnesota, but in Arizona, OMG, it's super expensive. So right there. You know, right there, uh, a lot of retired couples share one vehicle and sometimes even use one driver to save money on insurance. So that's an idea. And this isn't so much about the one-time windfall you're going to get for selling the car as it is the recurring savings that you should start enjoying during retirement because the little costs that come with owning a vehicle will be reduced because just maybe you can go from a two-car family to a one-car family. Just maybe. I'm not saying you should, but you could. And that would cut some cost, right? Well, and all those quote unquote little costs you're talking about uh, with uh, related to a vehicle, (laughs) they add up really quick. Uh, And uh, that could be a substantial amount of savings right there. Yeah. And I'd say, I'd add to that, Tony, every little bit adds up, right? So another potential savings is downsizing your home. Now, you may not want to hear this, ladies and gentlemen, okay, especially if you're in your dream house, which, by the way, I am not. So in full disclosure, my wife and I bought a home to raise our family 20 years ago. Well, 19 years ago in 2000, right? We had it built, but it was a track home, just built by a big building firm in Tucson. And it's a nice home, right? But it is definitely not my dream house. All right. So we still want to move. We still want to move one more time. We want to get into our dream home. But for those of you that might be in that dream home and maybe it's a little oversized. okay, you you may be in a position where it's like, uh, yikes. Uh, So this can be a touchy subject, however, because many people are more emotionally attached to their home uh, 
especially if they've raised their families in that home or spent time or money working on it. So that's a big deal, right? That that may be a that may be a hard one, a hard pill to swallow, right there to get people to consider downsizing, especially. I'm going to pick on you, ladies, but but it's true. Most women out there are more connected emotionally to their home than their husbands are. Oh, their yeah. Dad, than the guys. I think, I think uh, you know, it's a stereotype, but it's true. Uh, the majority, it's not in every case, it's no. true. But I would say in the majority of cases, that's exactly right. Yeah. But so I guess I'd, one last sentence, one last statement I'd make. But your home can have plenty of little costs too. So remember when you retire, your appliances don't stop aging. Your refrigerator does have an expiration date, just like all the items inside of it, right? But the fridge rarely lets you in on the secret. New appliances and repairs should be calculated into your spending estimates. These expenses are often out of sight and out of mind until something goes wrong, right? There you have it. So that's one quick example right there. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. But and, and really, you're talking about, you know, TJ, you're talking about two really big ticket items here, uh, potentially downsizing your home and then eliminating a vehicle. Uh, those are big savings points that might not hurt so much. Uh, what other ideas do you have for spending less in retirement? Okay. Uh, well, a, a, a several, I guess. So let's jump into it. Spending below your means could be the most valuable tool in your retirement planning toolkit, okay? So if you're close to retirement age and or uh, you're already there, there's a good chance that your parents were experts at spending below their means. So those those who grew up during the Great Depression had to practice spending discretion out of sheer necessity. Yeah. So with, without even realizing it, right? You, you probably had great role models for managing your spending if uh, you were raised by depression-era parents. Yeah. So, so like your grandpa, in your case, your grandpa Bob, would yep. be a, a grand estimate. I mean, a grand uh, example for you. Oh, he's a great boy. If you want to know how to spend less, <laughs> there you go. Right, and and he's ninety seven. So I mean, he, yeah. he knows how to right. And that's the so. In fact, let me just say this. In fact, that's uh, exactly what author Kenton Waits did in his Money Talk News uh, dot com article. It's called 10 Money Lessons I Learned from My Depression Era Dad." Yeah, it's a good article, right? So yeah. ten money lessons I learned from my depression era dad. Again, the author is Kenton Waits on yep. Money Talk News. So yeah, that, that, yeah. So again, depending on what generation you and I are, and and probably our parents were a little younger than the than that. You know that yeah, generation. My, yeah, our parents were probably a little younger. My grandfather, though, who you but mentioned, certainly. is ninety seven. He actually turns uh, ninety eight this month. He turns ninety eight oh. on February twenty fifth. Wow. And he's still well, we, going strong, still driving we, his big truck around town. Hey, listen, we, we're going to have to do a special tribute, whatever that week. whatever. What day is February 25th? We'll have to do a show. We'll yeah, do a we'll tribute. do a show that week uh, yeah, on, absolutely. on uh, Grandpa For, Bob. Absolutely. Love to do it. Absolutely. And he'll give us some Depression Era tips. But what were some of the tips from that article, uh, that Waits article? You well, I, I would say this. Uh, two Two lessons that he learned from his father really stick out, to me anyway. First... An income increase shouldn't necessarily mean an increase in your spending, okay, or your spending habits. So Waits' father was a firm believer in saving extra money from pay increases rather than spending it on a new car or a bigger home. So some of my clients 
increase the percentage of their paycheck dedicated to their 401k. So when they receive a raise, instead of going out spending more money, Tony, they're adding more to their 401k plan. And it's a great way to save more while not impacting your take-home percentage. So again, remember, ladies and gentlemen, if you're adding to your 401k, that's pre-tax. So you're not adding to your taxable burden or your taxable income by adding to your 401k. So right. if you got a 5% pay increase, ladies and gentlemen, this, this year, right now, you just got it January 1. You all got a 5% pay increase. Well, instead of increasing your lifestyle by 5%, don't. Add 5% more to your 401k. And then your, 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 your income taxes won't go up a penny. They won't go up at all. That's one example right there. Right. And I, I think uh, you make a great point. Uh, and that money, that 5% raise maybe that you get, if it goes into your bank account, it's just going to get lost. You're not even going to notice no. the, it's right. not like you're really going to notice that much of a lifestyle change. No. However, if you have it automatically put into your uh, 401k or an IRA or some type of retirement vehicle, uh, you will notice that because Absolutely. it'll grow over time. Absolutely. And uh, then, you know, you'll have more in retirement and can live yeah. more comfortably then. I, I really think that's great advice. What was the second lesson uh, that that uh, depression era dad mentioned. Well, I'll tell you, I think it was fabulous. To me, this stuck out more than the first one. <laughs> the second lesson that I thought was super valuable was that saving can be as potent as income. So let that sink in. Ladies and gentlemen, saving can be as potent uh, at, at, can be as potent an in income. Okay, so many people strive to maximize income, but salaries are not totally in our control. If you work for the man, right? If you work for the man, if you work for someone else. However, what we spend is completely in our control. So while income and savings are equally important, we have more control over our spending and our budgeting than we do the increase in pay. So we keep that in mind. That I found that hugely valuable, hugely important to me. Yeah. Yeah, that is, that's a great lesson right there. Uh, I would agree. Now, let's take a quick break before we continue. Is there anything you want to add, TJ, for the listeners? You usually have a great offer for our listeners. Well, just there. I just want to say this, Tony. I know preparing for retirement can be absolutely overwhelming and even nerve-wracking. It can cause more anxiety than you can imagine, uh, right? So, But you don't have to do it alone. Please know that there are several financial advisors right here in the Tucson, Southern Arizona area. And, and I'm just hoping and praying that that I resonate with some of you out there and uh, and that just maybe I could potentially apply for the job to become one of your financial advisors. So visit my website again. I've given it to you earlier. I'll say it again. It's tjhow.com. That's just tjhowe.com uh, and or pick up the phone and give us a call. It's 520 nine seven seven five two nine seven again that's five two zero nine seven seven five two nine seven and remember we want to help you prepare for the retirement you have worked so long and so hard for or shall i say it this way tony we want to help you uh formulate a plan so you have the retirement of your dreams Bottom yeah line. and that's key so give that phone number and web address one more time for our listeners so they can set up that complimentary consultation with you. Yes, sir. That is tjhow.com, tjhowe.com, or 520-977-5297. 
All right. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Money Talks and our host, TJ Howe, right after this. CC's Loving Care, caregivers you can trust. Feel better in the comfort of your own home. We specialize in care and daily living assistance to an array of individuals. Whether you need daily or weekly assistance due to aging, illness, recovery, or rehabilitation, or just a full life, our staff will provide individualized service that you can trust. Your daily services can include meal preparation, self-care assistance, senior home care, cleaning, and companionship, or whatever you need. We will take the time to get to know you and develop an individualized care plan that fits your specific needs, all with a friendly and supportive attitude. We provide one-on-one attention and care that cannot compare in other settings. For more information, please go to ccslovingcare.org or call 520-440-5160. That's 520-440-5160. And welcome back to Financial Rock Radio with T.J. Howe. I had to do a rock and roll intro there for you, T.J. Actually, the name of the show, listeners, is Money Talks, and our host is T.J. Howe. Now, T.J., you've been talking to us about spending less in retirement, and and before the break, you were talking about how spending is actually one of the few things we can control. Uh, We can't control the markets. We can't control a lot of things, but we can control what we spend. And when we're working to spend less in retirement, TJ, what else do we need to be considering here? Well, I'd say another thing that many retirees won't like to hear. I hate to be the bad guy here. Jeez, I feel like I'm bringing the bear of bad news today. Anyway, but but it, but it's out there, right? You need to focus on financially preparing for health care in retirement. I cannot be more explicit than that right there. This planning has to happen because, ladies and gentlemen, health is even less predictable than the stock market, okay? For example, quick story, quick story, but it's a real story. And I hope hope this uh, family's listening because my heart bleeds for them. I I met a a gentleman six, seven seven years ago, 2012, met a gentleman through, through a a, a mailer. I got a mailer. I got a postcard in the mail from this gentleman saying, I'd like to talk to you about mortgage protection. And we developed, we hit it off. We hit it. We made it a great friendship spawned from that, from that little postcard. Okay. Me making a call and introducing myself. And uh, I'm going to mention his name right here on the radio because he's well known in this community. His name is George Ashbrook, but here's the deal, Tony, this Monday, two days ago, uh, I got a call uh, or five days ago, sorry, six days ago, whatever it was <laughs> six days ago. I get a call and uh, from his daughter and she left me a message said can you please call me back my name is jennifer ashbrook so i do and she said uh, and i just had talked to him a few weeks ago right he was doing great and she she was she had kind of a sobby weepy voice and she said uh, tj i just want to let you know that uh my dad passed suddenly unexpectedly sunday last sunday just passed and my mom told me to reach out to you because he had a kinship with you and, and 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 my mom felt very strongly that we wanted to invite you to his memorial service coming up here in a week or so and uh but he was a well-known he owned he, he and his family owned a very large hvac company perry heating and cooling so a little plug for them perry heating and cooling uh, was owned by the ashbrook family for north of 30 years i think 32 33 years now and uh anyway but i'm telling you he was like a brother to me, we were, we, he's 75 years old, right? I'm in my early fifties, but we hit it off. We were, and, and again, but we, he was cruising like life was wonderful and boom, 
Just like that, he literally, I said, what happened? He literally woke up Sunday morning, got out of bed, and literally lost all control of bodily functions, literally. And his wife was like, what the heck is going on? He said, I don't feel so well. Plopped back down in bed, lost consciousness. They rushed him to the hospital, the emergency room, checked him in, got him up to ICU. And literally the daughter, his daughter Jennifer said, "Uh, doc, speak to me as if I'm a six-year-old. What do I do? And the doc turned to her and said, well, you don't need to do anything. He just made the decision for us. They immediately turned their face to to the monitor and his heart just went flatlined right as they were speaking, gone. Wow. And I'm like, oh, my God. So so I can't stress this enough, ladies and gentlemen. Your your health is the one thing that you and I know will eventually go. Like it, unless you fall asleep peacefully and, and God willing, you do. Okay. But for the rest of us, we better plan because some of us are going to get Alzheimer's, some of us dementia, some of us a stroke. Some of us are going to develop some, you know, chronic uh, debilitating disease that's going to drag us down over the course of years and years. But my point is you must prepare. That's the one thing we know if you keep living, you've got to be prepared for is the, 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 what's the word? The, the, the disintegration of your health. And I know that's a sickly topic to even bring up on the radio, but, but ladies and gentlemen, hear me well. Look at your family, look at your longevity, look at your parents, look at your grandparents, okay? If they're, you know, living in nursing homes for years and years, then you better be prepared for that because that's not a cheap That's not a cheap thing to, to, to spend. Yeah, no, it isn't. And it's those costs that, that we're concerned about too. Uh, and if you plan ahead for them and strategies for how to deal with health emergencies or if one spouse should pass away, like you mentioned, unexpectedly, or just the costs in general of healthcare and retirement, it, by planning for those, you're going to end up spending less. If you right. don't plan uh, and you right. just let it happen as it happens, when it happens, you're going to end up paying yeah. more. Yeah, so you need I mean, to have it a could plan be 20%, right? Yeah. It yeah, could be, we've huge. talked about this in past shows, but it could be 20%. Yeah, so. but uh, for our listeners out there, why don't you let them know before we go uh, about your phone number and your web address, how they can get a hold of you. You bet, I will, you bet. Uh, so... Website is www.tjhow.com. Again, that's tjhowe.com. And, or, excuse me, my telephone number, 520-977-5297. Again, that number is 520-977-5297. And for what it's worth, yes, I will be the one to answer the phone, okay? So that's my cell phone I'm giving you, ladies and gentlemen, not some 800 number, not some call center. That's me, moi, TJ Howe, in the flesh, okay? So when you call, you're going to get me. Again, it's 520-977-5297. And give us a call. We'd love to visit with you. Our our our, our appointments are are no obligation and no cost no cost no obligation so come in and visit and just just to get a second opinion just come in and get a second opinion yeah and that's all that's all you need to do and it's really easy and it's a lot of fun to sit down and talk to you tj but that does it for our time for today's episode of money talks with our host tj howe thank you for listening to money talks with tj howe don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan For more information, please contact T.J. Howe at Triple H Financial. 
Call 520-977-5297 or visit their website at triplehfinancial.com. TJ Howe and Triple H Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.